of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vester. How's it going? Anyways, Kyle. Anyways, Kyle. Anyways, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Nice fucking hat. Thanks. I lost a bet. Yeah? Why? So you have to wear that now? Uh-huh. For how long? For two weeks. Because <clears throat> here's the thing. I made a bet with my friend, and my bet was essentially, he thought it was negative, but it was to improve his life. Because he makes bad decisions. Yeah. Like he makes those. lots of bad decisions. Like making and constantly wearing this hat. So I'll the bet was, if I won, for six months, he can't wear this. Mm-hmm. The hat says, eat ass heart emoji. So it's kind of like eat, pray, love. At douchebags. Yeah. Like I don't, does it supposed to sp- say like I love eating ass? It just says eat ass heart. So I'm, the message is not mm. clear well i've asked him this once because i ended up seeing a bunch it's of not merch. centered like the, the <laughs> not stitching, even close like goes like it says like eat and then the stitching is like touching the t it's off centered in the heart mm-hmm. they eyeballed every single one of these it's a the red heart machine. and then the, the underside of the brim is green for cool factor it looks really dumb for cool factor dude okay so that's the auditory description of said hat mm-hmm. so because he makes bad decisions. I was like, you know what? I'll do my buddy a favor. I'll bear this burden. I love how you make, like, it's you doing this guy a favor. You're such a I'm, good I'll guy. I'll bear huh? this burden. <laughs> and so you bet him. What'd you bet on? UFC fights? Mm-hmm. Who'd you take? Main event. Uh, the last one. Who the fuck was it? I can't remember. It was. <sighs> was no it one... Adesanya for somebody? No, that was like two ago. It doesn't really matter. I lost. So now I have to wear this for two weeks straight every time I'm essentially not playing poker in my room. <laughs> every time I leave my room, I have to wear this. Let's well, really leave the house, but I, I said I'd wear it on this shit, too. Have you noticed any looks? <clears throat> I've noticed, like... I know- yeah, looks of disgust. Yeah? You have? Yes. Like it's no- like people treat you different? Uh, they, no one said anything, really. But uh, we went for uh, like brunch on Monday, yesterday, I guess. And the servers are just like goofy smiling at me like and i can tell it's i get i get why he thinks people like it because in his mind they're like oh they think it's cool <laughs> but it's clearly a look of what a fucking loser yeah, look at you this, know what i mean look yeah. at this fucking idiot <laughs> like they're grinning at me and nobody says anything but they yeah if they really liked it they'd be like that's a fucking awesome and hat. conrad would go and conrad goes Hey, you like this hat? You like that hat? You like this? Yeah. And everyone's like, "Yeah, man, we like the hat." <laughs> Real cool, <laughs> <laughs> Real cool hat. He's like, everyone fucking loves this hat. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So well, I've been bearing that burden. I actually forgot to tell you about a story last week, and it was crazy. Tell me about it. It's one of the weirdest things that's that's happened in a while. Okay, that's a great. I'm I'm intrigued. My so we went. Peaked. We went to the. <clears throat> Went to uh doesn't matter what bar. Went to a bar. We were regulars at uh, near downtown. And we're hanging out there and there's this uh overweight drunk chick that you know, like maybe she's recently put on some weight because she's still wearing a tube top. Yeah, or she's body positive. What whatever it is. She thinks she looks good. She's very confident. You're in fact an asshole if you don't think she looks good. I think she looks bad. Okay. I think that right now. I'll say that right now. She looked bad. But she didn't act like she looked bad. And she was very aggressive. And I kept having to be like, all right, nope. You know, take your hand off me there. Yeah, do that over there. And at one point, she leaned did in. You not, did you not establish? So you, there was no consent. I did not. There was no consent established. She was in the process of raping you. <laughs> I could say I did not feel threatened by her, even with her weight advantage on me. Okay. <laughs> we were wrestling i'd be in a lower class but i still did not feel threatened i'd you're like punching, to say that out loud you're punching up in this case <laughs> yes exactly i'd be considered the underdog yeah so one point she like leans into like gross that's just an open mouth you've had at like in grade seven when you're trying to kiss your girlfriend for the first time okay. i wouldn't know i'm imagining cheetos. that's how people felt back then a lot of cheetos a lot of mouth way too open okay Going in way too hot, unreciprocated completely. She kissed you. She tried, and and I was like, no, no, again. Do you I, no. do you know this person? No, they just no. walked up to you and were like, hey, hot stuff, happy birthday. Less, less, um, 
This is before my birthday. Okay. This is a, I told you I forgot to say this story. So her friends were with her and the people were with were hitting on her friends. Okay. So she was also there. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I ended up because I'm wearing pants that were too tight for me. And they Why? Had like, they had like girl size pockets. Not really too tight, but they had girl pockets. So the <laughs> phone wears women's pants. I do wear women's pants. And uh, the phone, they're nudie jeans. No big deal. Got them at the thrift store. Sick. <laughs> so my pants are too small. Oh, I did, I've never worn them before. Okay. So I put them on and I go to leave. And there These was like, are too small. I'm wearing the them The pants out. weren't too small. The pockets were too small. Okay. I'm saying, but they're already pretty tight pants. But here's the thing. I got a, I got a great feminine body. I got a great ass and thighs There's a, a, for a man. a nice fruit basket in the middle <laughs> yeah. at the front. You're going to be surprised. Several lumps or one, uh, you know, amorphous <clears throat> androgynous lump. Yeah. Some, like a Ken doll. Uh, cancerous blob okay. in the middle there. And? Like to the point where uh, when I had long hair and I'd like go for stuff in my trunk, I'd get whistles at me until I popped yeah, up. Pretty it's... funny. So... I'm wearing these fucking pants, and the pockets go down like half a phone, Yeah, which wasn't a problem walking. Those are women's pants. Wasn't a problem walking, but sitting down jabs me in the hip bone. Yeah, women have fake pockets for some reason. It was a fake pocket. Why? I don't know. I hate them. And then, oh, that's so dumb. Maybe it's like a, is pocket lines a thing? You know how panty lines is why they wear things? Probably. Is pocket lines a thing? Yeah, but now you have to. You can't hold stuff. They yep. need fucking purses, and then they don't know how to hold purses. Camilla's constantly holding stuff that's way too heavy, like a a grocery basket full of groceries. Mm-hmm. She still holds it on like the fold of her arm, like a purse. So she just walks around like arm jabbed into her gut or belly. <laughs> <laughs> like, For the record. Camilla's Camilla's fit. Yeah. So calling your future wife, (laughs) elbow jamming into her gut, her belly. My if it was me, it'd be my gut. Most girls still wouldn't like belly. I know Camilla would care, but that's the part of the body it is. Whatever stomach, and she fucking walks around because, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because she's trying to look good while carrying a basket full of eggs. Or they'll carry two baskets right there. It's like you know, if you just drop your arms by your side, you can like twice the amount of weight you can carry. But no. Yeah, but girls have that like weak upper body. <laughs> so you know what you don't want? You know when you have it by your sides, but everyone goes out a little bit so it doesn't rub on their legs? Mm-hmm. I think there's some girls heavy enough, incapable of that motion. So you're straight down. Constantly smacking your knees with these baskets. <laughs> anyway. So, so what, how'd you get out away from this rapist? We left. <laughs> Just a drunk girl. Rapist. All right. I it's it look, mm-hmm. I'm about equality and I'm gonna tell you right now I've leaned in to kiss girls who didn't want me to kiss them and I never <laughs> kissed them so if she's a rapist so am I you're a rapist fine then then we both Not we both could have had a match made in heaven then. <laughs> okay so <clears throat> we uh I end up leaving my phone there because I can't put it in my pockets so every time I had to sit down because these fucking pockets I had to leave yeah. it on the table yeah so you forgot your phone we kind of haste it's the pants we fault. left pretty quickly yeah I forgot my phone but it was the pants fault yeah okay I, I never leave my phone at a yeah, bar flame it's these the, fucking flame pants. the pants so we had to please tell me she took a bunch of dick pics we walked back we had to walk back home because responsibly walk there get home Responsibly because I'm dead sober for the rest of the story. So, but we walked home because everyone else is drinking. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and by the time I got home, I'm like, oh fuck, you'd be dead drunk and dead sober, isn't that what? What's that about? I don't know. It's just like um, guys dead drunk. Well, I'm dead sober. <laughs> not a lot of people say dead drunk, even though it's probably more accurate. I've heard it before. Uh huh. Anyways, so you just, get home. I think it's a misappropriated dead sober. To be honest with you, you get home. Realize I don't have my phone, so I go right back there. Okay. Hop in my car. Solo. Go right back there solo. And we know these people at the bar, so I'm waving in the window, and they're like, we're closed. I'm like, I fucking know that. <laughs> I just left. Oh, God. He's back. Fuck. <clears throat> he's back. He's waving at us. Don't let him in. So they came in. I was like, I left my phone. here. They're like, okay. Okay, give me one sec. I'm like, Here, here's my number. Maybe call it, because they looked, couldn't find yeah. it. And I'm like, I checked online. 
and it said it was here. I checked the find your phone She's tracking thing. She's got it, dude. So then I, by the time I drove back here, it had moved. She picked you to up. To the street. So right? Now, so now you're following, you're tracking. So now phone. I come back and Angus and our other friend are in the hot tub. I'm like, I need you guys right now. I couldn't figure out how to log in on their phone. So one person had to be a station on the computer clicking refresh. It's yeah. not auto updating. It gives you like a five minute wit. Yeah. Five minute. Every five minutes you can refresh it. So he's got there talking to Angus. We're going in the car. We're going to where's last scene also downtown. Completely different spot though. They're like, no, it's changed because it's so blatant. It's like exact opposite. Going the exact opposite way to the gas station. Is she driving on Harvey or walking? Hold on. How far did she get? Hold on. And. Hold we, on. No questions. We, by the time we get to that gas station, it's like, they're at a different gas station. So you turn, cross the street. We get there. But I don't know who has my phone at this point at all. Forgot about her completely. I see a taxi pull out with a bunch of young people, and one of them I thought I saw at the bar. Mm-hmm. So I'm, a follow, I'm following them to wherever they're going. And in, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get there. <laughs> But they stop, but we're following them. <clears throat> so we get out. I mean, we follow them. And we get an update from our buddy back home on that the station. The that he's like, they're at this street and this street. I'm like, we just passed that street. It's here for sure. It's in this car now. Now I'm 10 10. I'm case. playoff hockey playoffs level amped to fight whoever comes out of the car. You're going to fight them? You're not just going to be like, hey, did you maybe pick up my phone by accident? Is that what you go to as default? That's, That's not my default. My default is someone stole my phone. No one picks up phones by accident. I do. I've picked up people's phones by accident. <laughs> you do. I have seen you do it. I don't need to fight. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, here's your phone. Whoops. <laughs> okay. Don't have that level of energy. I'm amping myself up for game day. This is game seven. I thought it was playoffs. all women in the car. <clears throat> I don't know who's in the car. Okay, yeah. So I there have might no be a idea. dude and that dude has your phone. No, I have no idea yeah, who's okay. in this car. Right? Yeah. So how far did they go? Pretty far. <laughs> Not crazy. East, Col- East Kelowna. No, no, they went. Uh, yeah, they went east though. Yeah. Imagine they were like, "This guy's following." And us. now I'm lose him. I'm tailgating them, and they're in a cab. Just, just on their ass, trying to make it clear to this cab driver that something's gonna happen when yeah. we fucking stop. So they get out. I run out. Door open. Fucking car still on. Rip open the door. I'm like, which one? He has my fucking phone. I'm screaming. It's a dude right in front of me. Right? There's there's other him? people I couldn't see in there. And he's like, dude, don't have your phone. You can have my phone. Yeah. He's like, immediately wants not to do with them. Yeah. Clearly not guilty. Yeah. At least in, in my state, I'm like, there's no way this guy has my phone. So I'm, Angus goes to the other side, and I'm trying to look in to see who these other people are. Because I'm... Then I go to this guy. Well, Can you pull out your piece, Angus. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. So this guy though that says he doesn't have my phone, I was like, "You were at the table right beside us at the bar." Yeah. Do you think it's a coincidence that I got here? Do you think it was pure coincidence that we were sitting beside each other at the bar? I lost my phone and now I'm here. It's a pretty weird coincidence. Or maybe I tracked my phone exactly to here because like, he was at the table beside us at the bar. Everyone, take off all your clothes. So now I know they have my phone. Yeah. Right? That's not a coincidence. There's no way I'm believing in that coincidence. And then uh, I look in, and that fucking bitch. She's got it. That bitch. I see her in there. I'm like, hey, give me my fucking phone back. I know you have it. Blah, blah, blah. By the time I get over to the other side, she'd wear this fanny pack. Angus has reached in because she's going, I don't have your phone. Never had your phone. Angus reaches into her fanny pack, pulls out my phone. <laughs> now you like, just snatched it right out of her snatched fanny pack. it, dude. Like, like a fucking. Like a. An eagle. That is a wild story. So you got it back. And I'm furious. And I do. I'm not like you, I guess. I wanted to punch someone in the face. Yeah. But she is a girl. And you're not allowed to. So I was like yelling at these guys. You do can. you fucking know her? You go to jail. You're you go to jail for a, punching a dude in the face. You're going to punch a guy on her behalf? Yeah, I was. <laughs> Straight up. That's so dumb. Did not disagree with that. I was just mad. It's and like they're a, like a human voodoo doll. I'm going to hurt you by hurting this guy. Well, in my mind, they were also accomplices. <laughs> they had also known, at least one of them had known and lied. You knew the whole <laughs> I'm not saying it's rational. I'm just saying it was heated at the moment. So they're like, one guy's like, no. And one guy's like, it's my sister's friend. Well, first they both said no. And then he's like, yeah, it's my sister's ex-girlfriend. I'm like, fuck it. And then we just walk back to the car and I'm just fuming. 
And the guy comes up to the window and he's like, dude, when you, when you came up, I was like, there's no way we have your fucking phone in here. He's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that we had your phone. And this guy starts, this other guy comes up and he starts making jokes. He's like, dude, we were just trying to tag team a fat chick. I didn't know she had your phone. When I said we don't have your phone, I assumed she didn't steal your phone. She's trying to fuck this fat chick. She's my girlfriend's ex-girlfriend's sister. Thought it'd be funny. So now this guy's like making jokes and I'm like, dude, I, that's funny. But I'm so amped up right now, I can't even laugh. <laughs> but I think that's funny. I like they were a- just guys that like were just going with home just with bros. This, this this chick that and they you didn't even beat know. up totally the wrong guy. But I didn't let I that be a lesson. The lesson was they answered. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even saying I want to beat these guys up. These were not small guys. Yeah. But and then and then. Make a joke. He's making jokes, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm trying to come." Did that girl apologize? No. Was she even embarrassed? Not even a little bit. Like, was like I? That's why I wish I could have punched her in the face. It it fucking crossed my mind. If she like, if you're not even embarrassed, like, if she's not like, "Oh my god, I'm so like," she's a bad person. I know. I mean, she's like, "Whatever." Those guys fucking chase us all the way up here. Ha ha ha! Like that's uh, crazy. Yeah, probably worse than that. Well, someday she'll get hers. She already has hers, and another forty on top of that. <laughs> His and hers. So there's more to the story. Oh my god! Just it's almost done though. But so this guy's making jokes, and I'm like, I'm being straight up. I'm like, dude, try to calm down. That is funny. Just That's try, funny. I don't care anymore. Just I got away. my phone. I'm happy. Whatever. And then eventually, calm down. And we're making a couple of jokes back and forth. They're trying to bang a fat chick. That's your girlfriend's sister. Ha ha. Yeah. And then they're like, what were you guys doing? I was like, we we're hot tubbing or whatever. What are you guys doing? He's like, we were gonna fuck this fat chick. They're like, we're gonna have a couple drinks. They're like, we're like, do you want to come back to a hot tub? We fucking partied with those two guys. Still they came home with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> were they good dudes? Yeah, they're good dudes. That's <clears throat> fucking hilarious. Um, do you remember how where... wild is that though? That That's is pretty fucking wild. That story. is wild. It's crazy to me that you were. Sober I got my phone back, and you got, and you like. Were that angry at those guys? <laughs> wow, I was sober. Yeah, so it is crazy. <laughs> I'm just a heated guy. I'm a fucking old school boiler dude. So I'm about last, to explode at any moment. So last week we read about um, just some more fucking boring names, but this week you'll be happy to know we're done with the names. We're like uh, we're we got like one page of names to go, and then we get back. <laughs> so we're still not done. Well, we will be done mm-hmm. after today, and then we get back to the narrative. And then we read about Saul again, and this is interesting because a completely different thing happens to Saul in this book for, as from the book of Sam Samuel. So, okay, well, different things happen to people in their lives, you know. Yeah, but like they die a completely different death than the death in Samuel. Oh, he dies different. Okay, yeah. that only happens one way in your life. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> fair enough. Which is it going to be? Um, we are in First <clears throat> Chronicles chapter eight, the gene- genealogy of Saul the Benjamite. The Benjamite, the Be- Benjamin was the father of Bela, his firstborn, Ashbel, secondborn, Aharon, Noah the fourth, and Rapha the fifth. The sons of Bela were Adar, Gera, Abihud, Abisha, Naaman. Aopha, Gira, Shafunafan, Huram. These are the descendants of Ehud. These aren't even like no. The problem is like these aren't even like notable names. Yeah, they're not even impressive names. Shafufafan. That's a pretty impressive one. Shafufan. Shafufan. Like impressive names I've heard in my life. I don't know. Watermelon Drea. What about Ehud? The families living in Giba deported to men. Oh, that almost looks like Manhattan, but it says Manahath. Naaman, Ahijagira deported Uzzah, sons of Shulobab. Uh, he, he went to Moab after he divorced his wives. By his wife, Hodesh, he had Jobab, Zibia, Misha, Malcolm, Uez, Sakia, Mirmia. Wow. Uh, these were the sons and. These were his sons, heads of families. By Hushim, he had Abitub and Elpal. Elpal, Eber, Misham, Shemed, who built Ono and Lod with its surrounding villages. Um, Beri, Ashima were the two heads of the families. <coughs> Iheo, Sheshak, Jeremath, Zebediah, Arad, uh, Espa, Joha, the sons of Beria. We're so close, you guys. We're so <laughs> this close. sucks so much. <laughs> Zebediah, Meshalem. Hezekiah, Heber, Ishmael, Zilbad, Jakim, Zekri, Zabdai, 
Elnaya, Zelnathe, Eliel, uh, Simrath, Ishpan, Eber, Eliel, Zikri, Hanan, Elam. We should put like literal timestamps in here for people to just go like, and that's the end of that. All these were the heads of the families, the chiefs listed in their genealogy. What I mean, everyone uses an app. Yeah, so just 15. Click 30 seconds ahead until you're over it. Just do it. Uh, Nadab, Gidor, Ahio, Now, this is where we got to put an Easter egg so that people who didn't skip get something really good. Do you have any really good stories that Mm. we saved for right now? Just told a really bitching one. (laughs) Shoot crap. (laughs) What do I got? How about uh, next Patreon? We both wrote short stories. Mine's not finished yet, but... I'm halfway there. It's fanfic. It's Bible fanfic. We're writing spin-off Bible <laughs> about a sinewy uh, 85-year-old strong boy. So, mine's mine's a guy who uh, gets a lot of pussy, but not in the way you think. <laughs> okay, so Daniel <clears throat> and the Cougars Den. <laughs> is that what it is? I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Man, that would be a good one. Honestly, I I just came up with that. Uh, the sons of Micah, Pithon, Melech, Teriah, Ahaz was the father of Jehodada. Jehodada was the father of Lebanon. Zemarath, Zimri, Zimri, the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Bina. Raphath, his son. Eliash, his son. <coughs> Azel had six sons, and these were their names. Azrakam, Bokaru, Shariria, Obadiah, Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. These are uh, the sons of his brother, Eshek. Ulam, his firstborn, Jeph. Second son, Alepithet. The sons of Ulam were brave warriors who could handle the bow. They had many sons, grandsons, 150 in all. These are the descendants of Benjamin. All Israel was listed in the genealogies recorded in the book of the kings of Israel. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> the people in Jerusalem, the people of Judah were taken captive to Babylon because of their unfaithfulness. Now, the f- first to resettle on their own property in their own towns were some of the Israelites. So in this narrative, they've already been taken to Babylon and they're coming back. Those from Judah, Benjamin, from Ephraim, Manasseh, who lived in Jerusalem, were Uthai, son of Amahud, son of Omri, son of Imri, son of Bani, the descendants of Perez, son of Judah. The Shelanites, Aziah, the firstborn, his sons, the Zerizites, Jeul. The people from Judah numbered 690, the, of Benjamites, Salu, son of Meshalem, the son of Hodava, the son of Hasanuah. Ebiah, son of Jeroham. Eliah, Uzi, son of Mikri, Meshulam. Kyle is literally nodding off. The people of Benjamin listed their genealogy numbered 956. All these men's heads of their families. Of the priests, Jedediah, Jehorib, Jachin, Azriah, Hilkiah, son of Meshulam, son of Zadok, son of uh, Man, like fucking Adiah, son of Jeroham, son of Pasher. Like, I just were so. The son of Jehazah, Meshulam, Meshimaleth, the son of Immer, the priests, were the heads of the families numbered 1760. They were able men responsible for ministering the house of the Lord of the Levites. Shimimiah, son of Hashub, Azrakam, son of... damn, dude. (laughs) We're we're so close. You could say this with a mouthful of marbles. It would sound exactly the same. Back, 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 car. Back, back, car. <laughs> Haresh, Galal, Mathaniah, son of Micah, son of Zikri, son of Asaph, Obadiah, son of Shemaiah, the son of Galal, Jaduthathun, Barakiah, son of Asa, mm-hmm. son of Elkanah, who lived in the village of the Netophalites, the gatekeepers, Shalom, Akab, Tamon, Ahemiah. Well, the brother- Netophalites, those half human giant things? No, that those were the, um, so the Nephilim. Okay. The Nephilim. The Shalom being stationed at the King's Gate on the east to the present time. These were the gatekeepers belonging to the camps of the Levites. Shalom, son of Kor, the son of Abesabab, the son of Korah, his fellow gatekeepers from the family, the Korathites, were responsible for guarding the thresholds of the tent. The threshold is just the entrance. Um, just as their fathers have been responsible. Not to be confused with the exit. Also the same thing. The threshold, yes. Um They've been responsible for guarding the entrance to the dwelling of the Lord. In earlier <clears throat> times, Phineas, son of Eleazar, was in charge of the gatekeepers. I was the back Lord then, was and, I, and I was a king. Yeah. I wouldn't go through doors. Like the threshold? Uh, no, not for me. How would you get into buildings? through the Servants wind? with knives. Everyone has, lives in a tent, okay. pretty much. I'm putting my own slit in but it. Jerusalem is a walled <clears throat> city, though. So you're going to have to go through the gates and the doors. I saw a door there that was like 1,500 years old. It's pretty crazy to think about. 
how many times that door has tried to be breached. Does does wood not? It's made of wood. I'm assuming. Yeah. Would it not completely degrade by then? It was very old looking. It looked like it was. Are they just like covering it? It's like a massive <clears throat> like, but it's built in components, so I imagine it's been repaired. Right. Like the okay. ship of Ephesus. Do you know that philosophical problem? The whole thing about if you repair the yeah. ship, every so, board in the ship is still the same. Yeah. So, thing. Yeah. Is it? <clears throat> I'm gonna go with yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> is it the same ship? Yeah. What do you think? Well, no, because it's none of the same pieces. But once they become a piece of the ship, they are now that ship. Okay, but it's nothing. Just because none of it is from the original. So it's not the same ship. If none of it is from the original, it's a completely new ship. When do the new pieces become part of the ship? Are they never a part of the ship in that analogy then? It's a, that's, it's a hard to say, Kyle. If If you repair something and that isn't part of it, then what the hell is it? If you cut your finger off and sew it back on, is that still part of you? Are you your finger or are you your mind? Let's say I want, let's say someone who's probably better sprinter than me and better at basketball dies and, and I want a bigger penis. And you, I sew that on to my penis. Is it now my just, penis? You just put it on the end? I'm thinking like a sock. Okay. Just like over top? <laughs> over top. You just put it. Let's be honest; it's not going to be hard to fit over top. (laughs) But I also sew it. Why not put your brain in his body? If you put, if you put your brain, if if the miracles of science will let me do that, I would absolutely. Is now is that you? Is that Kyle Vesner in a new body, or is that whoever the like LeBron James? That's me. It's Kyle LeBron. It's Kyle LeBron. It's about the both worlds now. Now he's not only is he the Best physical basketball player of all time. Now he's the Did smartest. Did you see him have a full-on spaz against the Raptors? <laughs> I don't really watch sports now. Did you see whatever. that? He like uh, threw the ball at one of the Raptors rookies. Like really unbecoming of a king. Did you see Paul McBeth win back-to-back championships this weekend? In what? Disc golf? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I watched. Did anybody? Yeah, dude. The whole household here. <sighs> Back, how, so he won last year and he won again. Won last week. He's actually seven-time world champion. You got about four <clears throat> months till you're the best disc golfer in Canada, Kyle. Mm-hmm. How's training going? Honestly, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Making giant leaps. And Are you the best in this house yet? No. Okay, but soon you'll conquer the house and mm-hmm. next Canada. And then Kelowna. Then you Canada. made some outrageous claims about uh, about you know I eight months ago. Them yet? <laughs> yet? I will fight you in a year. I will be the best First Canadian all, gi- the, the disc golfer. The best Canadian disc golfer is uh, gay. Okay. So I got a pretty good shot. Yeah. Am I gay? Yes. Am I a disc golfer? The best Canadian disc golfer is the only openly gay disc golfer. And he's the only one from Canada that's any good. Okay. It's pretty good. We got That's a lot of fucking firsts right there. Yeah. So he just hit every milestone. Is he black? Please be black and Asian. No. Are they going to record every black and Asian person that does everything? Like, are we going to just record that for all of history? Like, every the you first. Think, you think Blasians are? Uh, I just no. That's always a milestone. They, somebody does something, and then the first black person does it. Then the first woman does it. Then oh. the first black woman does it. Then you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's we we only need the first thing. Time things are done. I we like. Don't, no, you don't. We don't. Do we need the last one too? Well, no. I like how men are erasing women's world records left and right. <laughs> That's what I like to see. We'll leave you nothing in the history books. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean, though, but I don't really... Truly, outside of looking for that shit and trying what to piss you yourself off... What do you think, off, like, 1930s <clears throat> feminists would think about today? <laughs> horrified. What are you talking about? I know. It's hilarious. Those people still exist. They call themselves TERFs now. What's TERF? You don't know what a TERF is? You don't... Uh, fucking Dave Chappelle talked about it. Oh, he did, yeah. What's it mean? Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Okay. It means they're radical feminists that don't think women should be able to stomp all over women's athletics, essentially. Trans women. You said women should be able Um, to stomp. Yeah, yeah, trans women. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we've talked about that before. I'm on your side. To death. I mean, I don't think there's many people who actually have family members or friends that play women athletics that could possibly agree. Yeah. I had this conversation just the other day, and I'd be like, "That would be, it would it's literally like this. It's like being in the UFC, 
right? Mm-hmm. Being a 230-pounder, being like, identify as 170 pounds. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Well, technically, they'd have to weigh 170 pounds. No, I know, but it's exactly the same thing because if you look at sports that don't have weight classes, not even just the force, that's a completely different argument, which is also valid. Yeah. It's that you look at the fucking swimmers that are, dude, they're outweighing these chicks by like fucking 60 pounds. Oh, yeah. So in uh, sports that weight classes, they're yeah, just they're huge. just completely. And the weight And all the other competitors are roughly the same size. <laughs> and everyone's like, go. Woke. Previously ranked 456th in the world. Currently ranked first. <laughs> what changed? What changed to your diet and exercise regimen to bring you from 400. And 61st in the world I cut off to first. This little piece of equipment. Didn't even do that. I cut off this no, no, no. little piece of equipment that was giving me a lot of drag <laughs> in the water. That's what it is. <sighs> They're not even doing that anymore, though. What do you call the dorsal? The dude I'm talking about. What are the bottom fins? Is hanging dong. Uh, Doesn't matter. On a fish? Yeah. Dorsal's the back. There's a bottom oh, fin I've on I've heard the fish. word before, but I, you know I don't know it. We don't. We're so I'm trying bad. to like remember from context. Um, but here, so we're, dude, I just want to, we're, we're there. Yeah. We're at the finish give line. Her. So they've been guarding so the thresholds. Let's, let's give her, let's go as fast as. In earlier times, Phineas, son of <laughs> Eliezer, <laughs> son of Eliezer was in charge of the gatekeepers. The Lord of Jerusalem, Zechariah, son of Meshalima was the gatekeeper at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Altogether, these chosen to be gatekeepers at the thresholds number 212. That seems like a lot. Like 212 people to guard the doors for the tent of meeting, which really only has one door. It's got the fucking main entrance. But it entrance. means a lot, though. It's a pretty meaningful door. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it seems like an overkill. If you had guys, how many guys around the clock? Like, how many shifts is that? Doesn't matter. Logistically, I don't know how big it is. I don't know how many people are on shift. 212. 212. For, well, for, so you need to have people there 24 Do you think this is like a, let's say it's a weekly schedule? Well, Shabbat. 212 people. No one's doing anything on Shabbat. Okay, so. I, I think you can stand guard. We have to guardy. divide this by six immediately, right? They must have had to stand so we guard. Have, so we have roughly 40 people a day. How many times? Guard. Dude, if I was the enemies, if I was the Philistines, I would attack on Saturday every time. Yeah. Do you believe they didn't really have anything on Saturday? Or do you think they were tricky like they are now? It's like, well, we don't press the elevator buttons. Uh they well, they mostly didn't do anything. You you weren't allowed to. Remember, they killed a guy for collecting firewood on Sunday or on Saturday. It's amazing that a tribe of people or a group of people like this managed to make it throughout history. When one of their laws is, well, hey, everyone, our enemies not allowed to fight one day a week. So <laughs> if you'd be nice, that's and what I mean. Not attack us. That's what day. I mean. Like, I did they get attacked on Saturday every time? They're like, sorry, God, it's the Philistines again. Well, here's the thing. What I know about human beings. Is that all these all this religion exists now with these rules that no one follows, and they yeah. just make little mental. When loopholes. it comes down to life or death, the, they don't. The rules don't. They get pretend followed. not. Yeah, yeah. Some diehards die for their stupid. Yeah, but they didn't make it. Yeah, those tribes didn't make it throughout history. I refuse to believe that someone with a one day off war schedule a week <laughs> made it. This made it thousands of years. How could you? Yeah, it's... there's no way they wouldn't figure it out. <laughs> Just like the first army to go, hey, we don't have to walk in a straight line against these people. We can just sneak half our army back there, fake retreat, and then kill them all. Yeah, I found out about why they did that more. It's because the guns couldn't aim properly? Well, there's that military tactics part of it, but most of it was keeping a tight formation just stop deserters. Before that, the French army... That makes way more sense. Before the French army of like the pe- the Grand Army, Napoleon's People's Army, um, the military was a small segment of the population, like paid, and they were like the experts, and monarchs didn't want to arm their citizenry. That was like the craziest... You don't want to arm people. So they had their soldiers that they paid for, mm-hmm. and they would march in tight formation to avoid deserters and people running away. So like they just, March in formation around the the people everywhere. of the village that weren't in the army. Ev- ev- everywhere they went, <clears throat> they kept tight formation, marching slow so that people wouldn't leave. But not the army. The army was paid to do that. Yeah. And then the rest of the, the fighting men that came from like farmers. They, they didn't and- really. That didn't happen. 
That's why Napoleon kicked the fuck out of everybody because oh. he had everybody in France in his army. So what you're saying is the army's being paid, yeah. right? And then they're going out to war in tight formation yeah. to prevent deserters because when people are finally get out, they're like, wait, yeah, we, fucking fuck this shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck this. This sucks. Yes. I like being an army guy back yeah. in town yeah. when I have to fight anyone and I could just bully everyone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Some of the Prussian units or Russian units hadn't even fired. Their, they have one... Uh, Two shots for marksmanship per month. Two rounds. <laughs> to make sure you're still up at it. Yeah. So that's basically, can you load and fire your your weapon? Well, I'm guessing gunpowder and Napoleon's ammo been, was rare. Yeah. Napoleon's been like practice marksmanship. These mm-hmm. guys were like two shots a month. This is all we're giving you bullets for. I feel like that'd be so expensive back then. It was expensive. Like bow and arrow, you could repeat that like fairly reasonably before you're wearing out arrows. And bows. And I don't think you get more than one round out of an arrow. Most arrows. Back then? Yeah. Back They're just any, blowing up? Anytime. Yeah, especially if it hits armor. Like, if it just goes into the ground. No, but I mean, recover. for marksmanship. Okay, yeah. For marksmanship, oh, for you could mar- repeat that over and over again. Oh, yeah. Whereas if you're... That gunpowder's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's very yeah. expensive. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, these gatekeepers guarded the place. They had been assigned to their positions. Uh, the gatekeepers had been assigned to their positions of trust by David and Samuel the seer. They were descendants in charge of the guarding the gates of the house of the Lord, the house called the tent. The gatekeepers were on all four sides. That's funny because there was only one entrance. So they, it's weird that they've been called gatekeepers. Maybe the uh, other the attackers had the same idea I had. <laughs> four sides, east, west, north, south, dicks on jets. Their brothers in their villages had to come from time to time to share the duties for the seven-day periods. But the four principal gatekeepers, who were Levites, were entrusted with responsibility for the rooms and treasuries in the house of God. They would spend the night stationed around the house of God because they had to guard it, and they had charge of the key for opening it in the morning. How do you lock a tent with a key? I mean, I, d- I don't know. Like we have zippers and you can put a zipper on a lock, but like you can just slice through the side of a tent. I'm trying to imagine what their locks look like. They had keys and locks. They talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. But like they're putting a padlock. What I mean to say is they're putting a padlock on what? Like two flaps? That's curious. I'm actually very curious. You know what I mean? They if you only do one padlock. I guess they had a key. In my mind, you had what, if you had a padlock with yeah. a key. You just go on the above or below <laughs> flaps. So now you have to have a string of padlocks. Yeah, all holding the way one up. slit together. And if there's anything else there besides the padlock, that's the weakest point. Yeah. Well, they guarded the tent with a lock and key. You know what I like? I like the idea that there's just a tent flap with a key shaped <laughs> hole in it. They're sticking the key in. It's like when you play house when you're five. <laughs> yeah. Just imagining, (laughs) honey, uh, Lord, I'm home. They're like, this whole thing is imaginary, right? There's, we're all pretending here. God lives in there. That's God's house. Well, then he knows I just opened it with my key. Uh, They would spend the night and they would, uh, yeah, they had the charge of the key for opening it each morning. Wow. They did a very good job. Some of these. Three pats on the back and a paragraph in the Bible. Some of them were in charge of the articles used in the temple service. They counted them when they were brought in and when they were taken out. Mm-hmm. Others were assigned to take care of all of furnishings and all the other articles. And, and then, and then the Bible goes: uh, the most obvious things that they could be doing, they were doing. It's, <laughs> they swept the corners. <laughs> I'd like to get into detail because this is going to be pretty wild. The jobs they had. Well, here it comes. Oh, the most obvious things possible. Uh, others were assigned to take care of the furnishings and the, mm. all the other articles of the sanctuary, as well as the flour and the wine <laughs> and the oil, incense and spices. Mm-hmm. But some of the priests took care of mixing the spices. A Levite named Mahatitatata, the firstborn of Shalom, the Korite, was entrusted with the responsibility of baking the offering bread. So we have the first holy baker. That is the only person so far that has a job that's worthwhile in any way, shape, or form. They got the guys that's in charge of mixing the spices. I'm He's guessing, like a line I'm cook guessing... for the sous chef baker <laughs> in the house, in the tent of the Lord. That's not bad. That's valuable. 
uh, I Plus still spices are expensive, I guess. Is this like the first like fucking like food tent? I don't know, dude. This is dumb. <laughs> They're baking in a giant tent in the middle of okay, the so They dessert. had a tent with God in it, and they drank wine and ate bread. And, and they it. needed a guy to get the flour, watch the flour for the bread, and watch the grapes for the wine, yep. and then bake the flour into bread, yep. and watch the holy water that I mix with the flour to yep. then bake into bread, All and of then those... spice the bread, because it's fucking disgusting, because it's 4,000 years ago. <laughs> Some of the Korothite brothers were in charge of charge of preparing for every sabbath bread set out on the table those who were musicians the heads of the Levite, this is like how you'd explain a, uh like a chores chart to a five-year-old <laughs> they have musicians uh they were the heads of the levite families stayed in the rooms of the temple and were exempt from other duties because they were responsible for the work day and night uh so i guess they just constantly were jamming out they didn't have any other jobs but to play guitar all day long that would kind of suck I was oh. going to say they had a sick gig of just chilling out, not doing anything. But if you have to be a rock star all day, every day of your whole life. they was, It says uh, day and night. No time for groupies? Ugh. All no the place. heads of the Levite families, chiefs, is listed in their genealogy, and they lived in <clears> Jerusalem. <throat> mm-hmm. uh, the genealogy of Saul. This is, I swear to you, the last of the names. Jaleel, the father of Gibeon, who lived in Gibeon. His wife's name was Makkah. And his firstborn was Abdon, followed by Zur, Kish, Baal, Nir, Nadab, Gido, Ahiro, Zechariah, and Mikloth. Mikloth was the father of Shemim. They, too, lived near their relatives in Jerusalem. Nir was the father of Kish. Kish, the father of Saul. Saul, the father of Jonathan. Mikilashuna, Abinadab, and Eshbaal, the son of Jonathan, Meribal, who was the father of Micah. Micah, remember David banged Micah, and Jonathan and David were best friends. The sons of Micah, Pithon, Melech, Teriah, and Ahaz. Ahaz, the father of Jada. Jada, the father of Alameth. Azimeth, Zimri. Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza, the father of Bine. Raphael was his son. Eliash, his son. And Azel, his son. Azel had six sons. These were their names. Azrakam, Bokaru, Ishmael, Sharia, Obadiah, and Hanan. These are the sons of Azel. That's it for the names. Holy think, fuck. Do you think God knows his book sucks? Do you, you think he knows his book fucking sucks? I don't think that he does. And it's a bestseller. And do you know what's funny about Saul uh, being the first king of Israel? Remember, Saul's the one that God picked, right? And he just was an instant fuck up. So he had to pick mm-hmm. a new one. Yeah. Like the very first one he picked was no good. How many Bibles are sold versus given away? Well. And I think that should ex- uh, directly uh, conflict with the bestseller ranking. Just because a lot, a lot of people are given away, but somebody bought them in the first place. Yes, Someone had true. to pay for them to get published. But that's like if a publishing house makes 10 million copies of a book and sells zero, those books are still made. Yeah. And they don't get a bestseller ranking. Fair enough. So the most printed book of all time. Most printed. Give them that. Yeah. Who's buying it, though? Yeah. A lot of people like collect Bibles. There's a bunch of different kinds. Like that guy we went to Israel with is start writing his own Bible. That's fucking genius. That guy's going to be a billionaire. Probably. I wonder if I could just literally full business idea. <laughs> Hire someone on like Fiverr for like five grand <laughs> to like specifically rewrite the Bible in a you know how there's like a feminist one? Yeah. Or like change one part of it to make it applicable to one other group of people and just make so much money. Yeah, you could do that. <clears throat> what uh, What would you angle towards? I was it? trying to think. Like the critical race theory Bible? Tran- like you, trans you, Bible's the obvious, the obvious woke, thing to the say. The woke Bible? You can't call it that, but yeah. Yeah, the living word. The wake up Bible. Uh, is there a bro Bible? Probably. Which, I mean, the Bible is pretty bro already. It's like, tell don't women don't speak in front of men. Or I just mean be- you use bro-y language. You know how, like, cool pastors talk? Oh, yeah. You rewrite it all to sound like that? Oh, that would be so annoying. <laughs> Dog. But I bet you they would read it to, like, young kids. And it's, by the way, it'd be already outdated. This idea is already outdated. They did one like that. Mm-hmm. The message is supposed to be in like common parlance, and it's like '90s talk. Like, check it out, yo. Ew, dude. <laughs> it's like when there's all those Christian raps coming from pastors. Yeah, 
Yeah, that happened to me too. We've been over it. Mm-hmm. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? Did we get any emails? <laughs> We're going to stop there? Where are we? Let's keep going. All right. I need a palate cleanser. That was fucking awful. Saul takes his life. <clears throat> okay. So it just jumps right back into the story at the end of Saul's life. And give me a little recap there. Okay, so in Samuel, it said that uh, there's two conflicting stories. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think there's maybe three conflicting stories. I got it on my phone here. <clears throat> Zero conflicting technically because God wrote it, so go on. Well, they're conflicting because one says... To our human brain. Saul killed himself. He took out his, his armor bearer was there and he mm-hmm. said, you know, and they take out my sword and he fell his own sword. And then there's the one of the Amalekite that comes by, remember? And he tries to get a reward out of David. He's like, yo, I killed Saul. I'm a guy that killed Saul. Yeah. And we, like, when we don't know which is the actual one. Well, we know God believes at least up to three things can exist at the same time. Completely contradictory. We know that for a fact. Maybe that's it. I just figured out how to read the Bible. You have to read it from God's perspective of alternate timelines. It doesn't even have to be alternate timelines. One, he no, exists. He exists in three ways at once. No, it has to be alternate timelines because in one war, not one timeline, Saul did kill himself. In another timeline, the Amalekite guy did kill Saul. Just like how God yeah. can answer all everyone's prayers. Mm-hmm. It just every single time is a new fork. So everyone's, you know. Every time you pray is a new fork in an infinite timeline. Well, when God decides. I'd start praying a lot more. But when God decides, because sometimes he says no. Like, I've had prayers not answered in this life. Mm-hmm. I saw a really good one. You know, the the common expression, uh, there's no atheist in foxholes. So mm-hmm. that's like when it really comes down to the wire, most people believe in God. Yeah. And then the counter, I saw a counter was... Uh, Everyone on a plane that's about to crash prays, and the plane still crashes. So <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Like I, I had this conversation with uh, God. I think it was Chad's parents because they're pretty religious or whatever. And they're like, "One day when you're older, you're gonna believe in God." I'm like, "Okay," because I'm old and I'm scared to die. And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, so when I'm at my least rational, most fearful state, I'll believe what you believe. Yeah. I mean, they're like, you see? (laughs) They they were like, I said it exactly. They're like, yeah, understand now? And I'm like, no. no." So you just want (laughs) this to be true. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's exactly it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's comforting. So uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 10. Now the Philistines fought against Israel. The Israelites fled before them, and many fell slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines pressed hard after Saul and his sons, and they killed his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Miklashua, Malik, whatever. The fighting grew fierce around Saul, and when the archers overtook him, they wounded him. Now, remember, Saul's one of Saul's descendants becomes king of Israel, so mm-hmm. do they all die here or not? Just another contradiction that nobody really can answer. Saul said to his armor bearer, draw your sword and run me through, or these uncircumcised fellows will come and abuse me. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Right? When it comes down to the very end, he's like, these guys fucking, uns- their dicks look gross. I'm not letting these gross dicks take me down. Even though everyone's wearing pants. <laughs> these uncircumcised fellows. Unclean. But his armor bearer was terrified and would not do it, so Saul took his own sword and fell on it. Oof, that's got to be fucking brutal, dude. Falling on a sword. I was trying to think of a bad, bad way to die, but if you know you're going to get tortured Still, by these people with their uncircumcised that's not phallus, going through. It's not going through your heart. It's going Ooh, that's through a good point. Your, your guts. Your, yeah. Oh, do you think you could fall on your sword through your ribcage? Or you, is that just not going to get in far enough? I, there might be a technique to it, but I'm sure most people don't try more oh than once. Oh, my God. Ew, dude. I don't. I think war is bad. That's a hot take I have now. Is that I don't like war. I think it's bad. <laughs> You're such a douche. Um. So yeah, he took his own Did sword. You see Elon Musk with his yes. Tweets? That's how, and Lex Friedman said he'd referee. I fucking lolled so hard. <laughs> he get beat up by Putin. I think Putin's seventy. Yeah, but Putin was from what I heard before he was yeah even black a ruler. belt. I don't care. Gino. I could take Putin. You heard it here first. He's 70 years old. I can fucking take a 70-year-old. Yeah, but Elon Musk is in his 50s, isn't he? 
I still think Musk <clears throat> could take him. A 70-year-old man, dude. A 70-year-old cool. man. That's true. And he also might have cancer. Yeah. He, might... <laughs> he doesn't look good. No, he looks bad. I hope he dies. <clears throat> that would actually <clears throat> be the most peaceful resolve, probably, if he just died of cancer. Hopefully. Yeah. Because if it... I couldn't think of a more peaceful one. No one did it to him. There's no animosity anymore. And like, well, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like if you like those cartoons and everyone goes, okay, ready, set, go. And then yeah. you're the only one that goes. And then you're all out there by yourself. You're like, I thought they were. Yeah. <laughs> Every like a man. Oh, it's so dumb that if he, I mean, he just dies and then the war stops and everyone's like, oh, sorry. So it's just one guy's will causing all this chaos. It's, it's one guy. Yeah. Will with probably some people under him, but also people scared to, uh, to Resist. share their, to share what they truly believe is right. Yeah, it's crazy. We, the journalists that have gotten into Russia and been like asking people on the street who are just like, "No, we think it's good." Yeah, look at this. And they're like, "No, no, they won't even look at it." Whatever. Um, Although I don't blame them either, though. That's fucked up. So his armor bearer was terrified, wouldn't do it. Saul fell on his own sword. When the armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he he too fell on his sword and died. So they had like a little Jewish. Hey, I'd be like, okay, you stab me first. Yeah. Make sure that happens. But he wouldn't do it. How about we do it at the same time? That's what he said. He said, stab me. And the guy's like, no way, dude. And oh, really? He, and then he just jumped on his own sword. And the next guy was like, all right, Jew shish kebab. And then he <laughs> fucking jumped on it right after it. He jumped on the same sword? It says he jumped That's on a sword. Funny. It said he jumped on his own sword. That would be really funny, though. If he's just like, fuck it. <laughs> Oh, uh, so, so Saul and his three sons died. All his house died together. What? His oh, whole house died together. Didn't one of them become king in a different verse? Maybe he was an outside son. So he well, didn't live in the house. When all the Israelites in the valley saw that the army had fled and that Saul and his sons had died, they abandoned their towns and fled and the Philistines came and occupied them. The next day when it's the- It's weird fi- how, I don't know if this is true. Maybe you could answer this question. It seems like- Throughout history, within wars, battles, whatever you want to call it, there's. It's odd to me that there's single points of failure. What do you mean? Like take down Putin, the whole thing crumbles. Yeah, is insane when there's millions of people involved in something and there's single points of failure. Like kill the king, everyone freaks out. Yeah, nothing has changed. N- information's not getting carried that quickly. You're not getting battle instructions on the fly from him. Nothing has gotten any different. Kind of. There's yeah. There's types of leaders like that. It Alexander. means you're losing. I get it. Means you're losing. Yeah. But well, and just morale. Like, you know, so your your king dies, and everyone. Mm. It doesn't matter how good. Like you, the, the collective morale of everybody. Let's say you're willing to fight to the death. Mm-hmm. You need the guy next to your left and right to be able to fight to the death too. If one of them isn't, and he runs. Your ability for all of you to fight to the death is going down. Like, right? If they both leave, now maybe you'll fight to the death, but you're going to die very quickly. So, if you had that, like, uh, that circle, uh, what movie was that? 300. What were they called? The people, the fought. What the fuck are they called? 300. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. The Spartans? Spartans. Yeah. That's like the most prevalent version. Yeah. Right? You have 30 guys. Three guys break the circle. <laughs> now you're just pretty big gap there. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. So, <laughs> killing the king is like a legit war strategy that's been tried forever. Battle of Hastings, battle of like. It's just funny to me when there's such direct lack of burn. communication that people are just like, "We're fucked now." Yeah, we're fucked now. Even though you could probably just carry on doing what you're doing and you might win. Sometimes they do. Sometimes people rally and win the day without their king. You need a new leader. It's, mm-hmm. It really comes down to leadership. Uh, the next day, when the Philistines came in to strip the dead, they found Saul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They stripped him and took his head and his armor and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim the news among their idols and their people. They put armor in the temple of their gods and hung up his head in the temple of Dagon. You really want to, as a king, like jump off a cliff head first so you explode. So, yeah. So they so don't just take eternally your... deface your corpse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They took his, literally took his head to the temple of their temple and been like, we got the king's head. They seem to do that quite a bit. Yeah. Pretty gnarly stuff. When all the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead heard everything the Philistines had done to Saul, 
all of their valiant men went, took, went and took the bodies of Saul and his sons and brought them to Jabesh. So they buried, I guess, the headless bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can rest for eternity. They buried their bones under the great tree in Jabesh, and they fasted seven days. Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. They have to put this postscript in. Like, mm-hmm. look, it wasn't God that was defeated. We God turned around on Saul, even though Saul picked him. It wasn't even God wasn't paying attention that re- day. God did this to him. Do you remember why <clears throat> uh, God turned on Saul? Uh, no. Uh, because I, I he did not completely destroy the Amalekites. Oh, he yeah. was supposed to kill all the cows and livestock and everything because God hated them so much. Like a complete genocide. And he decided to try and feed his people probably. And then he kept <clears throat> the cows and stuff and God mm-hmm. was like, I said every one of those filthy Amalekite fucks needs to die. So Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium. What? Remember when he went and talked to the medium who wanted to talk to the dead lady? I went. I saw him go to the large and I saw him go to the small, but I did not see <laughs> Stop him go it. to the... <laughs> and he did not inquire of the Lord. Did Saul inquire of the Lord? You know, it's funny. This is the shit that people reference in astrology. It's like for all time, people have believed in mediums and tracking the stars. It's... Okay, but it's really funny when Saul inquires of the Lord because it says, uh, where's my verse? I'm not looking it I up. Got it. You sent it to me. Can we pause oh. it? Yep. No, we can't. We're on video now. Uh, I can I can edit it out. Probably won't, though. Take my word for it. No, don't take <laughs> no, my word. Don't take your word for it. <laughs> Saul. Got it. Inquires of the Lord. It says... In Samuel, uh, you know what I should do for edits? I should just scream into the microphone so there's like a giant spike. Yeah. Quiet. Scream. So it says here that God God killed Saul because he was unfaithful. <clears throat> he went to a medium and he did not inquire of the Lord. But in Samuel 28, 6, he, it says that Saul inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered him not by dreams, nor by manifestations, nor by prophet. So he asked the Lord what to do, but the Lord wouldn't answer him. Oh, so he's like, no, I didn't go through someone else. No, I wasn't asleep. Well, he inquired of the Lord, mm-hmm. and then God didn't answer, so he went to the medium. Now God is saying, he didn't ask me anything, and he went to a medium. Pretty weak case, God. Pretty weak case for God existing <laughs> at all. I know, and then and then he goes, retroactively <clears throat> goes, uh, he didn't re- inquire of the Lord. But didn't you say that he did, and you just didn't answer him? No, he didn't even inquire. That's what, And then he went to a medium, so I had to kill him. Nope, don't remember that. Isn't that fucking insane? Definitely wasn't in hell doing God knows what. Isn't that kind of crazy, though, that this is just like a thing that people just... This is one of those contradictions that I was like, how do you guys reconcile this? I would guess. I'm going to try. They go, <clears throat> or I go, because I believe this now. I go, uh, actually, God's always right. Yeah. So... I did tell him. He's a lying motherfucker. I just didn't give him the answer he wanted from me. So he chose to go to a sorcerer. That's I do not approve of sorcery. So they basically. So now I'm punishing him with death of his entire family. So what you did, though, was. <clears throat> just, make up my own stuff. Yeah. yeah, but directly contradict what the text says. Yeah, just make up my own stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everyone does. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got a way to... I'll just make up my own stuff. Okay, but that's not what the Bible says. I know. But that's what we're doing here because we have to make this right in our heads. Okay, so God says one thing that he it's verified in the Bible because he approved this book somehow. And then he also doesn't do that thing. It's exact... That's like exact what the exact scenario of the Bible... It's one of the like most blatant, like, he did not inquire of the Lord. And then you go back and read and Samuel says, mm-hmm. he did inquire. The Lord didn't answer him. So he went to a medium. And God's like, yeah, he didn't even ask. And then he went to a medium <laughs> and I killed him because of it. I like the one that gets answered a paragraph after. They're like, I have, where he's like, I have no favorites. <laughs> yeah. God took his favorite. The, yeah, the, the Israelites, Israelites are my chosen people <laughs> and I will look after them forever. No favorites. It seems like a joke. That seems like a direct joke. Maybe God's hilarious. <clears throat> maybe yeah. maybe yeah. the universe is a is a God comedy show 
And he's like uh, Richard Pryor. Like, shit's dark. Yeah, I mean... Maybe he's a dark comedian. In that case, then, holy shit, that's hilarious. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you really <laughs> went... The Holocaust, hilarious. That You really went no, hard. Gods have the darkest humor possible. <laughs> they think this is hilarious, by the way. The Black Death? <clears throat> oh, man. Think about did... it. You, the Ukraine leader's a fucking comedian. Yeah. Right there. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. The nuclear war? I'm going to get started with a clown. <laughs> <laughs> the final war that destroys destroys the whole earth the main guy defending mm-hmm. at the beginning is a clown he keeps letting north korea uh leaders think that they have any power in the world yeah well do we uh what, what what's up kyle how do we end this uh, no emails anything? today but you can send them to biblebeaters at canadacomedy.ca That's today right. i learned nothing today i heard the same story twice and a thousand <laughs> names i didn't give a shit about so today i didn't learn anything if I hadn't already learned that the Bible is a giant hypocrisy onto itself. That's a pretty Over and one, over. Though. I already know that, though. Yeah. It's it's that over and over for a thousand pages or whatever the fuck it is. It's really, yeah. I mean, what's, yeah. I kind of miss the days of the beginning of this podcast where I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> and people believe this. And it says it right there. And it's two stories. And it's so, I'm so beaten down. Maybe that's the point of the Bible is to beat you down into submission. They wear you down. With just obvious bullshit after obvious bullshit. Next week on the podcast, we get to hear about uh, the mighty men of David and they're pretty badass. They get some exploits. That's a classic story, isn't it? Yeah. I think there's some new stories in, in Chronicles, some ones that haven't, we haven't heard yet. Then some, some, some shit about David, the Ark, and then there's uh, Chronicles mean, is that just like a chronicles uh, like a list a list of stuff yeah. that happened yeah usually in order by How come this one isn't named after somebody uh, is this like a summary yes yes oh okay it's, it's like a read like it's, it's a weird that it's a summary when it's just as long as the other stories but different um yeah it's basically putting up counter evidence for like the bible <laughs> being true they're basically telling you the same stories a little bit different and then you have to suss out which is true or not and then they try to make them both true it's an exercise it's like an improv class where they give you like two conflicting ideas and you're like how are these things related mm-hmm. and they just do mental gymnastics <laughs> until, to try and make it work until they're like okay so Saul fell on his sword but was also killed by the Amalekite because it was an Amalekite sword and his sons all died but in a different timeline, his son became king and then died at the same time back in time after he got in the Ark time machine. <laughs> That's two giant hypocrisies. <laughs> I, did, I forgot about that one already because the other one's worse. Yeah. That's funny. I wonder if when they were putting the Bible together, I was going to say writing it, but that's not really the... Compiling it. Compiling it. I wonder if they got arguments over these stories. They and, did. Uh, no, I know they did. But these specific ones and they were like... Okay, it, it was a 60-40 vote the, on this one, so we're going to add the counter. These are the ones that they <clears throat> missed. They're like, okay, we got all the contradictions out, all of us. We we studied this for, you know, Constantine's here. We studied this for like a few weeks. We got mm-hmm. all the bishops here. This all makes sense to everybody. You're all signing off on this. Everyone's like, I didn't fucking read the whole thing. It's a fucking giant. No one did their book report. Everyone's <laughs> on the cliff notes. Yeah. I've just been reading Paul's letters. That's really all I give a shit about. I just want the one where women can't wear jewelry in church. I need that verse in there. That's mm-hmm. the kind of shit they argued about. My wife spends all my fucking money as it is. If she's allowed to wear jewelry in shirts, I'm going broke. <laughs> and then, and like, yeah, they argued about the Trinity. That's funny. That we- God is like, these are just dudes not wanting to spend money on their women. In Judaism, always wear a hat so they can't get their hair done to go out anywhere. <laughs> no jewelry in church. No jewelry. We bankrupt. Oy vey. That's No t- working for these days of the week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, ch- no charging me interest. I bet you the Jews were choked. At a, that's a good one, too. But I bet you they were choked when, like, for a long time, everyone, no one was working on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And they're historically pretty good business people, the Jews. Yeah. They own everything and, make, contr- and control the media. can't make any money on Sundays. <laughs> so they but shut down after. Once everyone else started working on Sunday, they were like, fuck, we're falling behind. We need to start <laughs> changing shit up. <laughs> what if work just meant... Answering your own phone and pressing elevator buttons. Deal. (laughs) (laughs) See ya.